Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. 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 What's oh, up? Y'all hear them voices. Wow, wow. What's going Already on? know what's going down. <laughs> y'all, it's a it's a very special episode of Tinseltown mm-hmm. Tea. First of all, welcome to the show. Hello, as usual. Yes. Um, and if you're new here, thank you for showing up and listening. And you're welcome for about to what's what's really about to mm. go on right now. Mm. Them gyms. Ooh, it's going to be great. So <laughs> we have guests. If you didn't hear those beautiful voices, I mean, my God, they came in. Gaffin is up there. They're so today we have an amazing interview with you for you guys um two amazing creatives mm-hmm. um in the industry we're not gonna give it all away at the top but uh mike gallo correct me oh it's goyo goyo mm-hmm. i should know better because i'm come haitian on, come on my haitian mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i should know better at this point the ancestors no, you're good. two songs you're good. coming after me in my dreams it's fine but <laughs> i hear it both ways all the time so you're really? good really mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, and then uh, we have Jean Ellie. Yep, Jean Ellie, you got it. If you don't know who these amazing people are, Better we're gonna get hip. We, get hip. Number one, we have um, an amazing writer in Mike who not only is going to uh, already has written in the last season of Insecure, but he's written on Ginny uh, and Georgia. Mm-hmm. He has his own production company, and he's out here uh, giving uh, mentorship initiatives. Mm-hmm. He is making a name for himself. He's yes. on the list. He is. Quite frankly, that nigga. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> he you better is. tell a girl. I mean, it's, mm. it's just facts. And of course, like, like, like he blushing. He I know. Blushing. I know. I mean, <laughs> we're excited. I'm like, come on, praise. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. Yes, and of course, uh, Jean Ellie. I mean, he's playing Amal D on HBO's acclaimed comedy series Insecure. Mm. I mean, you've seen him in other things. He's plays Eve Duran in 2016's limited drama series American Crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, let him know. Oh my God, it's I it's. I'm not going to get all the way into it, but we are excited. We are fans of Insecure. Mm -hmm. We are fans of the writing. We are fans Mm -hmm. of the acting. Mm -hmm. And we are fans of you. So that's why this is so much. (laughs) (laughs) Period. So with that, we're going to take it down and we're going to do a Would You Rather. So this Would You Rather is very stupid. I want to to preface. It's super dumb. So you're on a deserted (laughs) island. (laughs) You can only listen to one R&B hood classic. I don't know what it is about these two songs, but when they come on, black people will sing them at any, I feel like any mm. part of the world. I don't know why. Wait, but who's coming to get me though? I'm like, no, wait, no, no, nobody. 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 Okay, nobody. okay, wait, I'm like, nobody. All right, I'm thinking about, okay, <laughs> y'all thinking about music? I'm like, I'm out of here. I got here. So, would you rather listen to only When I See You by Fantasia? Mm-hmm. Or love by Keisha Cole. Mm. Mm. Only doing? hear this song doing, over y'all? and over Damn. and over. That's your only entertainment. Over and over while you are there. Over give me, and give over. Me the names again. So when I see you, when I, I see you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Keisha Cole. Love, wait. Love never knew. I'm over here singing love by music. Which version though? That is a break. Which mm. version of love? Keisha Cole's version. Keisha Cole's version. Keisha Cole's. I didn't want to do If you want to do, if you want to do. I mean, well, you know. <laughs> she was so I feel mad like the too. dude's version would go more so like. Who version? Boy. What's his name again? Not, um. J- the rapper? Please? 
Yeah, yes. the rapper. Oh my God, the OT Genesis. Yeah, yeah. No, OT. No, 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 no. That, that one. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, Do you want to be miserable? <laughs> no, but I would go with um, Fantasia. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. And why Fantasia? I know more of those lyrics than I do love. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you would have more fun singing along. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I, I would feel it a little more. Celebrate my hood booger. She's a hood. <laughs> I love it. Well, go with that. I love it. We love that. Yeah. Um, mm, I would do love too. Yeah. That's just a fun song to sing, you know? <laughs> Screaming on the And there's nobody on the island, so I can yeah. scream that shit. That's true. Yeah. And have a good ass grand old mm-hmm. time by yes. my damn self. Mm-hmm. Starving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> starving. Yeah. That would be fun. You're going to eat, sis. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> always eat. Yes. I'm going to go with When I See You by Fantasia. It's just. Yeah, I think, well, I do know more of that song, but also it's super fun and it feels just a little bit more joyful to me, whereas yeah. like mm. love is like really sappy and low. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, all right. So, but also like you're deserted. So like when I see anybody, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> excited. <laughs> I'm like, this is true. <laughs> that is, yep, that's true. <laughs> okay. Mike was already planning his like, escape. Right, I'm like, come on. Like, get me. When I see you, to get, <laughs> get out of here. Okay, okay. Right. immediately. 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 Okay, Judith, that was great. I mean, thank you for always having such creative and thought provoking would you rather. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right, so moving on to our next segment, our No Better Do Better segment, Mm -hmm. where we give a tip, a trick, a lesson learned Mm -hmm. about writing or the industry. And whenever we have a guest, we always lobby it over to Mm y'all. So give us a little tip. Yep. What y'all got? A tip. Jean? No, go ahead. I'll wait wait for you to go first. A tip about, like, what, the industry? like Literally, it could be anything that's on your heart. On my heart. Well, as a writer, I will say Mm. that the best tip I ever got was to keep writing. Mm. And it's, like, the simplest thing. It's the, you think it's, like, the easiest thing, but it's really not. Like, when you're working all day on someone else's project, it's hard to think about your own. You know, you you come home and you're like, whew, okay, I'm tired. Like, I just want to rest. But if you really want it for yourself, then you have to put in that effort to kind of, like, do the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So, like, I wouldn't have gone as far in my career or I haven't I wouldn't have been as far as I am now if I wasn't writing like mm-hmm. after work. Yeah. Get me together. I, mm. Like when we were first writing um our project, mm-hmm. I was a writer's assistant on Claws. Mm-hmm. And we would mm-hmm. end around like seven PM in the writer's room. Right. Then I would drive over to Jean's place mm-hmm. and then we would write till like so, two in the morning. Two in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So and all those seeds that were planted then are coming to, to fruition, fruition right now. now. You know, so those are the things that you have mm-hmm. to think about too. So it's simple to be like keep writing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to actually do it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Follow through. Yeah. 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 Keep writing would be my, my tip. tip for if you're an actor, because since I'm an actor, like mm-hmm. the first I would say go into an acting class to really figure out if you really want to do it. And really participate in the class. Mm. Because when I first moved out to LA, I thought, oh, I'm just going to come out here, be famous, do all this, mm-hmm. do all this good stuff. But it wasn't until I got to an acting class that I actually fell in love with acting and the craft mm-hmm. of acting. Mm-hmm. And then also knew that what I was really trying to do out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also, 
in acting class, you find your tribe. You find people mm-hmm. who are like-minded, yeah. who wants to work yeah. with you, who is going to mm-hmm. grow with you in the industry as you grow, you know? Yeah. And acting class also lets you know who's in it for the long haul, who's not, mm-hmm. you know? There you go. So, yeah. yeah. Dang. And, like, working that muscle, too, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, acting yeah. is like going to the gym. You have to, like, work that muscle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In both writing too, yeah. yeah. Writing yeah. too, yeah. yeah. You, you Very can't, much it's it's mm-hmm. the acting class is your gym. It's your gym. Yeah. It's your emotional gym. Mm-hmm. So just go in there and play. You know. Oh, I love that. That was great. Now that is a phrase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> you guys that. for that. That Thank was you. amazing. Hopefully, I mean, I know someone got something out of that. Sure, I did. Yeah, I sure <laughs> did. You got me together real quick. <laughs> so loud. Oh. All right, so <laughs> we're going to move on to our news segment. That's and right. has that tonight. I do. Just so you guys know, um, with each episode, we go to Shadow and Act. Mm-hmm. So that's where we get all of our sources from. Thank you to Shadow and Act for all the work that you do. Love that. Again, Come we, on. Come um, on, Black-owned. <laughs> truly. Um, and we always encourage listeners, like, you know, keep up with the trades, whether it's variety, um, again, Shadow and Act, whether it is The Hollywood Reporter, but make sure Deadline. also mm-hmm. stay in contact with the... You know, black and brown creative ones. So, Absolutely. Blavity, all of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, first in the news, and feel free to jump in what you guys think or whatnot, but Russell Hornsby to play Don King in the Mike Tyson Hulu series, Iron Mike. So... Russell mm. Hornsby, he's amazing. I mean, he's actually an actor. I feel like should get more flowers, honestly. For no, he's amazing. Yeah. He's so he's so so good. However, <clears throat> is, is this it, the one that he wanted? This no. is the one that Mike didn't want. Didn't this is the right. That's what I was gonna want. say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the one that Mike didn't want. Yeah. Um, so this so might yeah. be con- right mm. now. It's definitely gonna be controversial. Yeah. Because right. Mike is like, I don't want this because there's another movie. That's being made with um, Jamie Foxx. Yes, so that's yeah. the one. And that one was approved by that him. That was right? approved yeah. by yeah, him. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one he's excited for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I know it took a while to like find somebody who wants to play Mike Tyson on that. Right. Who wants to do mm-hmm. all that? And I think they got um, for this one. Trevon, they got yep, Trevante Rose. Trevante mm-hmm. Rose. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested to see what this looks like. Yeah. yeah. Same. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And this one's an eight uh, part series. So mm-hmm. ooh, because yeah, he said he did yeah. not. It's he gonna was be not a long. For this. Yeah. 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 Have yeah. there been any kind of like biopics in the past where? the um real life person didn't approve the biopic like uh, i know like mm. for for aretha franklin yeah that's she approved jennifer hudson but also cynthia i don't know if she approved cynthia arrivo right right um, but i think cynthia did a great job right yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so it's, yeah. it's those kind of things where it's like okay whether or not the person approves it or not right you know is the actor gonna rise to the occasion for that yes. part? You know, yes. I mean, it's more so about the like, work. Why true. would you make the story if the person who's about is not even? Because mm, it, it does yeah. the actor yeah. a, dis, a disservice because he or she is not able to interact with the person that they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Though mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. um, find a way to make your own version of this person, yeah. right? Um, how you saw this person, right? Um, Cause you're like you're shouting them out, so. Right. But you still, after you do your work, kind of like um, Margot Robbie when she did I Tanya. Right. Mm-hmm. She right. got her version down, and then yes. she met her. It's funny because yes. you know? I believe the creator of uh, I Tanya is working on this this project. Mm. Um, but it's it's interesting. I'm wondering as an actor. Is it enough to have, especially with these public figures, right? There's a yeah. lot of research. We have a lot of, mm-hmm. is it enough 
to have that or do you think it's good to actually talk to the person particularly if you're doing I I think and it's kind of hard in this situation if they don't <laughs> yeah Yo. I think I think it's Woo. yes there's a lot of information about that person out right. there right right so you could do all the things and figure a lot of things out right yeah. but is a part of you is going to be like I didn't even get to really enjoy this piece mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to interact with the person I yes. am doing this for. Right. Who I am like showing a different side of that people don't necessarily get to see. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, they're alive to see it. As, and, like, and they're alive to see it and they're yeah. alive to be like, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. you really played me in the right in the right light. Right. And it's hard because you want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you yeah. want the person to be like, good job. You know, yeah. you do. Yeah. You did you did it, you did a great job. <laughs> But, hey, get your bag, man. Get your, get your bag. Get your That's bag. Money, honey. Get your bag. Because I think every actor kind of wants that validation from that person yeah. if yeah. they are alive, you know, because yeah, they want yeah, to be yeah, able yeah, to, yeah. to do a good job. Like, yeah. I want to yeah. do Marvelous Marvin. And Marvelous Marvin's from Brockton, Massachusetts. So it's mm-hmm. like, I want to play him. So I'm going to work on getting that family's approval before right. I make it happen. Who is Marvelous yeah. Marvin? Educate yes. Yeah, educate me too. I'm like, who? <laughs> he's a huge Ooh. boxer. Huge Ooh. boxer. Um, fought Sugar Ray. Okay. Um, okay. He's a brawler that people fi- follow his textbook fighting all the time. Um, amazing. Uh, Mayweather talks about him. Like Marvelous mm. Marvin, he trained at Petronelli's gym in Brockton, Massachusetts. Mm. He moved to Brockton um, when he was a young kid. I think he was originally from New Jersey or New Jersey, mm-hmm. New Jersey, and he moved to Brockton, started getting bullied, and then start fell into a gym, mm-hmm. and then the underdog kind of like came up and Yo, mm-hmm. beat everybody's ass and took his took it took everything and took his family out the hood, you know. Yeah. So definitely, that's amazing. Yo, yeah. Ellie got the rights. Don't yeah. do nothing. Don't play no games. Right? Okay. Right. Strange. Hold on. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't he know said it right here. Marvin's Marvin. I have no idea. No, I didn't know. But he uh, seems like he did the blueprint for a lot of the fighters uh, yeah. that came yeah. the great ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was a slugger. He was a slugger mm, type yeah. dude. Um, mm-hmm. And also, he didn't back down from anybody. So, well, yeah. Yes, we love that. So, I love that, yeah. To we be recognized that. by the greats mm-hmm. and then yeah. to not be not recognized by the overall mm-hmm. you know, population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's interesting. I like that a lot. Those yeah. are always the best stories to tell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, just from like a writer's perspective, because I'm currently like writing a feature now that is about mm-hmm. someone who is alive, you know, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. a history. They have you could do as much research as you want, but right. to be able to speak to the actual person, right, is so the important. Around them. And speak yeah. to the people around them yeah. is so incredibly important, and just adds nuance and layers to what you're doing, right. whether you're acting yeah. it or you're writing it. You right. know, mm-hmm. so it is kind of like important. Um, or preferable right. to be able to speak to the person that you're acting about or writing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. True. Amen. Especially, especially <laughs> to have access to the people around that person. Yeah, you know, yeah. because the people around that person has a different perspective than the person of themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I'm reading a script. When I'm reading a script, I read, if I'm on the show, I read everybody's stuff up to my character's part because mm-hmm. I wonder what they're saying about my character yeah. because how they see me mm-hmm. can inform how I see myself. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, you that. You better speak. That, Come on. Like, <laughs> Come on. 
come on, church. Now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because like every everybody has a different side of you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like your mother has a different side of you. Your friends have a different side of you. Your boyfriend right. have a different side of you. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to like figure all that stuff out. But if you're not, you don't get that blessing of the family. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get that. Yeah, you yeah. got to get what everybody else got, and now you got to figure it out. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dang. Well, Russell, Ooh. I still think you're gonna do well. Maybe you could talk to Don. I don't know how mad he is about this one. Don, Don about his money. He's gonna, he gonna talk to Don. <laughs> <laughs> Don about his money. That's, yeah, that's on period. Don about his money. That's on period. That's awesome. Well, Don we'll be like, come on over here, brother. Talk to you. <laughs> truly, truly. So yeah, so we'll see how this plays out, particularly like in this like era where there's multiple stories, like, stories the same, on yeah. a big person, whether it's yeah. Aretha or mm-hmm. like yeah. now Mike. So I think it's going to be dope to see and compare like how people take the direction of how they tell these sport- stories, especially if that person is not a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Narrative. Yeah. So yeah. Woo, we'll see how that goes. All right. Next in the news. Um, if you are into reality TV, like me, there are some that are greater, but Cynthia mm. Bailey, um, um, announced that she'll be leaving Real Housewives um, of Atlanta. Um, I think that's okay. She's been on for like eleven seasons, and like she, she has, yeah. And she, she put out, you know, a whole statement and just being grateful of the mem- memories and stuff. So I was, I was Cynthia like, okay. should have left a while ago, though. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, take. You're, you're, she yeah. should have left a while ago. I, I think that I feel like she wasn't drumming up drumming up enough drama mm-hmm. because Cynthia yeah. isn't the type of person that um that attracts drama to her. Right. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, Unless yeah. she's arguing with Nini. Unless she's arguing <laughs> with Nini or something like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think it's best for her. Yeah. Um but also if she ends up moving to LA Ooh. Right? I could um, see her being a part of the Beverly Hills oh, Housewives, you know? Uh, with Garcelle, with yeah. like the, the rest of the shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's on the Beverly Hills. Yeah, she's on Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. So like, this is her, <laughs> her second season. <laughs> yeah. It's like her second I, season. I think I don't, yep. I don't watch reality TV like that. So mm-hmm. like, the only one I've watched recently was Sweet Life. Um, on, oh yeah, oh, Sweet oh, Life. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, yeah, Sweet yeah. Life. Come on, yeah. come on. Messy. Great production. <laughs> Messy. <laughs> Who all is still on there though? I feel like everyone left. Oh, oh um, Housewives? Yeah, on Atlanta one. So I know Kenya Moore. I think she's on Dancing with the Stars. She is. Now. I watched her on that. Kenya's on Dancing? Yeah, she's oh, on cool. yeah. She did good. Yeah. <coughs> well, <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> there was no shade right. behind that. Okay. <laughs> I, I love that. Okay, she did good. Um, we also have <laughs> black folks. I was trying to find some <laughs> She said, "Did she good? Mm, did she?" <laughs> we'll just have the sound engineer just, right. like, we'll just take out that little pause right before good. Um, I know Candy is still on there. I think she's like the head peach, if you will. Uh, yeah, the okay. yeah. Standing. Candy's on there. Portia's on there. Yes, but I um, think there may be rumors of Portia leaving, but. I think I think she should stay. I think she's staying. Really? Okay, good. Yeah, I think they I want her to stay. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean she's getting her own show. Oh right? what? Yeah. Wow. I thought I oh, thought that was wow. like already out. Like she's getting her own kind of like tardy for the party esque. Okay. Show, Are they gonna follow right? her like wedding to the Um to that man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to that um, sorry to that man. To that. Uh, I, I think so. I think they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but yeah that is that's a and I hear there's rumors maybe Sheree will come back. I heard Sheree was coming back. Okay. I heard mm-hmm. um, Marla was finally getting a peach. Okay. Oh. Um, is coming back. Okay. Um, um, and like maybe one or two new people. Okay. Interesting. I heard. Okay, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm like, who else could yeah, I'm like, bring? I just started watching the Potomac one, so I'm like, <laughs> oh, Potomac. <laughs> I just started watching that. So there, yeah. I caught up during uh, the pandemic because you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you have nothing but time. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so I caught up on a lot of reality TV, The Housewives, and yeah. like you know, old shows and stuff like that. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, congrats to Cynthia um, Bailey. Okay. Yeah, congrats. Next, her next move. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll see in, you know the Beverly Hills franchise, or Who you knows? know, just live your best life. Yeah. I mean, I just do you pop come. up as a friend of Garcelle. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really trying to get in that main cast. Right. You know, Andy will allow this. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, okay. So next in the news. Um, the Harder They Fall full trailer with Jonathan Majors versus Ooh. Idris Elba um, is out on Netflix and it's a black western. And if you guys haven't seen it's it's giving so much. It's the one with uh, Regina King too, yes. right? Okay. Regina yeah. King, yeah. Zazie B. Right. Everybody Keith, that's hot right now. Zazie B. Yes. That's why everybody is in that. So I'm excited for it. It's directed by uh, James Samuel and written by um, Samuel again and Boys Yakin. So um, it's produced by Sean Carter, but I don't believe it's Jay Z Sean Carter. Just S H A W N. I think it is Jay Z. I, really? I, I don't know why I thought he spelled it S E A N. I think I think it is Jay Z. But I, um, um, well, Jay Z. Well, I know that Samuel worked on Jay Z's The Great Gatsby soundtrack. Mm. So but stay tuned. Jay Z okay. might be part of this. Hey. Because I, I, leave s- I think I saw something earlier I'm today interested. about it. Ooh. Okay. Uh, We're going to Google that and I'm get look, back I'm to y'all on that. Quick. Bet. Yes. Let us know. Yes. But here's the quick description for you guys. When outlaw Nate Love, played by Jonathan Majors, discovers that his enemy, R- <laughs> Rufus Buck, my guy, played by um, Idris Elba, <laughs> oh, Rufus, um, is being released from prison, he rounds up his gang to track Rufus down oh, Rufus and ass. seek revenge. <laughs> it's always revenge. <laughs> Rufus. It gotta be a Rufus, man. <laughs> they be out here, Rufus apparently. Out here Yo, I judge you if you ever name your child Rufus in this day and age. Dead I just want to put that out there. Yeah. And... God bless your child. <laughs> God bless the baby. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, they put Jay-Z on the Wilson Morales film. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. I mean, I already know it's going to be good because you can't have all those people. You can. Yeah, yeah, but it's also sometimes that's, that's the setup. Ooh. Like that's a setup. If they had, if the cast is star studded, mm. sometimes the movie falls flat. Ooh. And oh. like, yeah. So, but Regina King's in the light. It's going to be It's going to be Regina's in it. My man Idris, <laughs> okay. Jonathan, Jonathan Major, yes. like Keith. It's like, going to hit. It's, it's going to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like yes. I, I've watched like several ensemble cast movies where it's like, mm, right. you thought right. it was going to be popping. And then you watch it like, uh, ah, yeah. kind of fall flat or it's like yeah. kind of kind of ham it up and it's kind of yeah, cheesy. Yeah. But Regina's in it. It's going to be all right. Yeah. It's, it's a black western. We love to oh see that. Yeah. Yes. The, the costumes, like the mm. boots and the spurs. 
Come yes. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to see black f- people in that in that space. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see black people in that space. And majority right. cast, like the main cast, yeah. not like the side. Yeah, right, like not the sidekick the or the one. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. watch movies like that, old school movies like that, and yeah. it's just a white guy with a black guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and they and they do those campy oh my black send a black guy in and so we mm-hmm. can figure out what the town's going right. on and right. then come the white guy comes and save him and their buddies and yeah it's yeah it's yeah. tired it's old yeah so but so That's I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing this yeah yes. I like seeing us at the center of stories that we otherwise have not seen before yes. you know yeah that so right I love makes that. it different already yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah. And again, I love to see the cast, like yeah. a whole bunch of folks. So. Mm-hmm. so that drops November, right? Yes. November, November and October is going to be crazy. Child, yes. I already know. I'm already knowing. Yes. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to be in that movie theater every Sunday. Nice. Faithfully. Not every Sunday. Like church. Every We're Sunday. doing it. <laughs> Yay. That's awesome. And of course, our last bit of news, shocking surprise, Insecure Season 5 official trailer is released. Ooh, On today, today. On the Lord's oh, Day. Today. 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 Crazy talk. So crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Did so, y'all like, like the trailer? What I did. Think about yeah. Trailer? I did. I Because I, I love do. the fact that Last season, even though like Issa had her relationship with Lawrence kind of come back with full circle mm-hmm. and we played around mm-hmm. with that, the focus is really on her friendship with her and Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think uh, we portray that a lot in terms of like love, like the, not agape love, but the brotherly love, like mm-hmm. the, the friendship, friendship type love. Friendship, love. Right? Friendship love. Sisterly love. Right. And mm-hmm. when it goes through ups and downs, uh-huh. how to navigate. That mm-hmm. and I think the show does an amazing job with that. Yeah. Um. In terms of the writing and in that relationship, so I I love to see that. Go ahead, yeah. Mike. Go awesome. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I can't take all the credit. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I really love how she, um, of course, her signature rapping in the mirror, and she's mm-hmm. rapping to her former self we in the that. first yeah. shot, and like seeing the growth. Like it's clearly this is a season finale, so. Mm-hmm. Get ready, you know, to say goodbye. So, which is mm-hmm. like yeah. ooh, tears, but ooh, also amazing. So, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, please do. Like, it's not playing, like I always say. Just, just stop. Don't play with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just watch the trailer. Don't, yeah. don't play with me. <laughs> We're really excited, you know. I mean, I, as, as everyone is, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a mixture of, of feelings because we've been ooh. with these characters for a long time. Yes. As viewers, we've been with yeah. them for a long yeah. time. Yeah. 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 And it's, really speaks to us as millennials who've grown up in this you know Mm -hmm. in this era yeah Mm -hmm. and being able to see ourselves in a way that feels extremely real that feels normalized that feels you know close to our experiences well lit too Mm -hmm. i must say well well lit lit. okay Okay. well well lit (laughs) right dead ass um (laughs) Um, but yeah it's 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 great to see that Mm -hmm. and i know that there are more shows like that yeah down coming down the pipeline Mm -hmm. So, um, the fact that Issa can usher that in with such an amazing series is just right. means yeah. that it's the beginning for a lot of creators, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we love to see that. Facts. Yeah, it's literally like the blueprint for a lot of shows coming out right now. Facts. Yeah, yeah. you're not lying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the one thing I also loved about, and then I know we still in the news segment, but one thing I also <laughs> loved about Insecure was that 
relatively starting off, there weren't really big names, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. It felt like everyone was being introduced, but every yeah. talent was clear mm -hmm. from, yeah. there was no question that like these individuals could not only carry the show, mm -hmm. but they can carry the writing that was given to them to like mm -hmm. really like show love for the world that was yeah. built. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's saying, not like, yeah. sleeping on black creators. Yes. 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 yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, black sir. talent, black creators, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all black kind of writers, like, black showrunners. Yes. Black, Come on. Like, mm -hmm. All of it. ADs, yes. DPs. Yes. Like, it's. Yes. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, mm -hmm. I started off as a fan of the show, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we all started off as fans. Like, Mike and yep. I both started as fans of the yep. show. Like, I watched the pilot at a film festival in New York. Wow. And wow. I was like, wow, this is a really good show. Mm -hmm. And I, and someone asked me afterwards, like, can you see yourself on the show? I was like, yeah, I can see myself on the show. A Look year manifest. later. Come on, on Manifest. Yeah. Come, Come on, on, Manifestation. Come it, it, on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. And like, like I was like, I was obscure like who I was. Yeah. And then being on that show has literally like changed everything. Allowed me to create the things I want. Let it create mm. my own create my own, write my own stories, you know, mm -hmm. partner up, hire friends, work yeah. with friends. Like yeah, 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 it's yeah. allowed me to just do so much, man. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, it's it's crazy that the show is about to end, but it's also yeah, we rather end now before y'all be like, ah, right, yo, okay, enough. We had enough of this relationship. I feel like I would never say that. Oh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But people be like, oh, yeah, we never say that. And then, like, as the show goes on too long, you be like, okay. So Listen, I would never use curse words in my family, and I will never say that about Insecure. Right? Yeah, no, but like, y'all won't even give us a chance to do that. So the show is literally monumental, man. Like, it's dope. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. And like to what Jean is saying too, it opens a lot of doors for people mm -hmm. um, and gives you a platform, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to create yeah. your own content um, and to give you like a launching yes. pad for your own career. Take ownership yeah. of your own self. Yeah, take ownership life. of your own se yourself and your life and to be able to provide opportunities for yourself and for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That's been uh, a great byproduct of the show and being a part of the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, kudos to Prentice Penny, Issa yeah. Rae, yeah. everyone, Denise Davis, <laughs> Denise like, Davis, like yeah. everyone in the writers' room, like everyone, literally mm -hmm. everyone at Insecure. That's amazing. Great people. We're just, I mean, we're just Amy. gonna transition into the main More, segment because yeah. we already, yeah, in there. We're, and, you know, we're sliding in there. Yeah. And since I mean, since we're on it, like, what's the biggest lesson learned just from your time on Insecure, like? working in the industry and working on this particular show biggest lesson mm -hmm. um or one of it might be many so I don't yeah wrong. yeah mm. hmm. well while you think about it Wait, if i can go mm -hmm. real quick I came on board for the final season, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And at a time when we were in a pandemic, mm, yeah. you know, so it was, a, it was a virtual writer's room, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and what I learned is to, well, A, be able to pivot, right? Because it was my yeah. first virtual writer's room outside of an actual writer's room. Right. So you kind of have to like learn to 
adjust, go with the flow. And we were all adjusting, yeah. you know? It was yeah. new for all of us. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll say learning how to adjust and kind of um, acclimate to new things mm-hmm. and being able to pivot yeah. Um, yeah. really is a skill that you're going to need throughout your career, whatever it is that you do. Period. Just in life, you're going to be yeah. able to, you're going to have to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, just, you know, having fun, going with the flow, yeah. um, not taking yourself too seriously, you know, mm-hmm. things like that uh, really help. Um, and anything, any way that you can dispel the imposter syndrome, because, you know, mm-hmm. that is something well, that affects so all Let's go of to us. therapy, shall right, we? Like, <laughs> can we dive into, into mm-hmm. therapy yes. real quick? Oh, my gosh. No, but like yeah. those things, you really just have to take time for yourself yeah. to first realize where it's coming from mm-hmm. and to um, just understand that it's not something that's real. It's something that you're putting on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and to just do the work, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. do the work and focus and, and, and get over that or try to get over that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll say pivoting, not taking yourself too seriously and avoiding um, imposter syndrome at all costs. <laughs> oh, I, would yeah. say, I would say the biggest lesson I learned is letting go and trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so hard when you're working on certain shows or certain projects that to trust everybody around you who's like behind the camera making sure everything is done mm-hmm. and you're I've been on certain mm-hmm. projects where I'm not lit properly like this is not taken care of I'm, and I'm thinking my brain is thinking about everything else yeah. whereas yeah. Insecure mate had added some type of calmness to it where you know that everything is taken care of like mm-hmm. when wow. you get the set you know you have a barber you know you know you're going to be lit properly. You know what's it called the person that you're working with is yes. going to be able to do their yeah. thing. You know that you're going to be able to bounce off and play with one another. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's allowed you to just enjoy the process, relax and just let go and just be. You know wow. so That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. rare but so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it speaks to the talent mm-hmm. all 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 over set, right? Not mm-hmm. just in front of the camera, but behind the camera pre-post, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's dope as hell. Mm. Yes, yes. Thank you guys for that. That was great. All right. So we're going to officially get into the main Let's go. Here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off. We have your bios, and I can mm-hmm. read that, but that's mm-hmm. lame, right? So that's what lame. we're going to do, actually, is each of you guys are going to tell us kind of your journey in your own words. It doesn't have to be everything. It could be literally how you view your journey in the industry right. and kind of getting to this spot where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for you. I view, I view my, uh, my journey, my growth as a, as a constant roller coaster of trying to reevaluate and recalibrate my dreams. Mm. Um, because sometimes you dream about things that you want to do and you do it, but then you're not, it doesn't look like how you envision what it was supposed to be. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So you constantly have to recalibrate yourself because you've grown, you did the thing and realize it, but then you also have to dream bigger. Mm. Um, A lot of times we don't dream that big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, for instance, when I moved to LA, um, I started in background. Mm-hmm. And when I left Boston, I was in background. And I did a couple mm-hmm. like short films and indie projects. 
But when I when I was leaving, I was talking to background actors like, "Don't leave. You're not gonna get into SAG when you get to LA. You're gonna be around for X Y Z time right. until this happens. So mm. you might as well stay here in a and be in this pond to help you get your SAG and get everything going for yourself." Mm. I left, came to LA within six months. I four months I got my SAG card. Well. You know what I'm saying? Come on right. now. Come on, correction. I, I, I One, got, two, three, four. I got, I got a speaking on a, role four, four. on mm-hmm. a feature film, and um, I was shooting in Warner Brothers Studio. So, nice. like, I did all that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it still didn't look like how I thought it was supposed to look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and then I got to a point, you get to a point, it's like, damn, man, I, I kind of did everything I said I was going to do. And you're like, is this it? Is this right. what yeah. I'm going mm. to do? That's it, and I'm mm-hmm. never going to do anything else. So I had to like recalibrate and dream bigger mm-hmm. and start working in other fields. I started working in. Um, I started doing PAing, and then from PAing, mm-hmm. I end up becoming a bit part in the show, the Eric Andre show. And then from there, he was like, "Come on tour with me." So I toured for three years, so three four it. years, and then from there, I got another job to work on something else, where I started. Yeah. Um, I got to create my own thing, create my own short film. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got into acting class. And acting class, I was like, oh, this is what I'm really doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I booked a, a a short film. I booked a short film that ended up staying on someone's hard drive for like three years. And I was like, whoa, bro, not doing that. Mm-hmm. So you, I'm constantly like fighting to knock down doors um, to get to where I need to be at mm-hmm. because I have a dream for myself. So in order for me to get that, I have to like put the fire under my own self yeah. to yeah. make it happen. Because if I didn't take that short film, A Gentleman Always, and ask the director to become a producer on it, to bring it to Urban World Film Festival, right. I wouldn't have yeah. seen Insecure in the audience. And then from that audience, from after debuting my short film in Times Square, I saw insecure, and then from there, I'm on insecure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'm I'm constantly like knocking on the doors. Even from the first job I got, mm-hmm. I was background on the job the first day. The next day, I was a day player, speaking role, and that's because I kept calling casting like, "Yo, I saw a breakdown come through," and I was like, "I'm that guy that you need for that role." Yeah, and you don't need to audition anybody else. So I ended up getting that role, um, showing up to set. And seeing the difference between how you how people treat you from a background actor to the main talent, mm. come on, mm. Mm. and and that informed how I treat other people as well because yeah, it's like, yeah. look, people are people. Yeah, Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. where they are and what, what position they are. You have to treat them good. And yeah. I'm very good for the callback of like, remember you treat me like shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like even for instance, like um. All right now, I'm producing a show, right? Congrats. Um, I hired the production company I PA'd on. I, okay. I, I PA'd on. Wow. Full the, a guy yeah. Yeah. who I worked with on that got fired from that production company, but he was a dick. And if I and I saw him a year later after doing America Crime, mm-hmm. after doing Insecure, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, man, like, it's, what's up, man? How you doing? I was like, I'm good, man. Are you a dick, bro? <laughs> He was like, he was like, oh, um, uh, you know, I guess, I guess you gotta be cool to your PAs. So I was like, actually, you gotta be cool to everybody, right? Yeah, everybody, just be cool to humans. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. just be a good true. person. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Be cool. So, my my journey is always like 
recalibrating re and fighting to get to the next step mm -hmm. and make sure I am carving my own seat at the table mm -hmm. um, to grow and like find myself in the room with people like Issa, Apprentice, mm -hmm. Jay Ellis, Amanda Seal, Yvonne, Natasha, yes. who are building their own seats yes. at the table. Yes, 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 yes. Building like, their own table. Build, yes. Yeah, building yeah. their own table yeah. and yes. bringing people along and yeah. then not, yeah. and not, and not, being so territorial that they allow their people to fly as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, Absolutely. It's, a, it's a great journey. Um, but yeah, man, you just got to start investing yourself and building yourself up, you know? So that's my journey. How's it been so far? That's no, a I love that. Not, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's and amazing. with that said too, like what Jean is saying about recalibrating, it's also about not chasing a feeling. You know, like mm -hmm. chase your purpose. Don't chase a feeling. Because once you get to that next yeah, stage and as Jean was saying, you didn't feel the way you thought you were going to feel or right, it didn't yeah. give you the excitement or you, you thought it was going to provide. Right. It just means you're chasing happiness. You're chasing a mm -hmm. feeling. Whereas like you, you just need to be a happy person and just do the work. Facts. So I always Facts. say like just chase your purpose. Like mm -hmm. don't chase a feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'll leave that with, you know, with that. <laughs> but in terms of like my own, um, I guess, story, I was born in Haiti, mm -hmm. moved to the States when I was four with my parents, you know, um, like a oh, lot of immigrant. I mean, we don't, we don't, you know, listen, this origin story. <laughs> It's a prequel, okay? I'm going to take us to the present. Um, no, but it's important to mention because yeah. Jean and I are in a space and we occupy a space that not many people occupy in this industry. Mm -hmm. And it's important to highlight those parts about yourself yeah. because you want to be able to tell other people that, hey, you can do it too, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. give them a path that they can walk down. And I mention this because young, being young, being an immigrant, being a child of immigrants, yeah. we're told, you know, go to school, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer. That's and like it. those creative spaces aren't introduced to us. Yeah. And no, we don't no. see yeah. them till we're- I said that you yeah. can do it. Like, right. Yeah. 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 And you can't see it till you're an adult. And even when you're like, say in high school or college, you're not necessarily seeing like a pathway to get there. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't know yeah. how, you don't know yeah. who to look at to be like, okay, this is how that person got there. Exactly. How do I get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to become a writer. I just knew that I wanted to write. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, boom. Writers live in LA. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. that's where it happens. I got to move to LA. Did that. Okay, I was working as a production assistant. Did that. And I started kind of like doing my own research and figuring out how to kind of like get into those doors and make that happen for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't see someone doing it that looks like you, that is from where you're from, that has been through what you've been through, yeah. then you don't necessarily know how to get there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's always important to mention like your background and where you come from and how you did things um, just to give someone else a blueprint of how to do it themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yes, so... <laughs> in college I was pre-med mm -hmm. okay, pre didn't it didn't work out mm -hmm. <laughs> didn't work out mm -hmm. um I ended up you know graduating with like a degree in theater and creative writing I moved mm -hmm. to LA to write started working in reality tv worked as a production assistant mm -hmm. 
you know, for a few years and went from like a production assistant to a supervising producer in reality TV. Okay. The problem was the reality TV network and the scripted network are two different networks of people. Mm, yeah. Like they very few times will they cross. Yeah. You know, so I had to start over. Mm. And it's just back to like pivoting, right? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have to learn how to pivot and just, you know, figure it out and just kind of like make it work. Yeah. Um, so I had to start over. I, I, you know, got a job as a writer's PA in the first season of Claws. Mm-hmm. And then by second season, I was a writer's assistant. But also in that time when I stopped taking reality jobs and tried to focus on just my writing, I met Issa. Mm-hmm. And she gave me my first writing opportunity on this scripted podcast she was doing called Fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we were able to stay connected. And, uh, you know, of course, with Denise Davis and Benoni Tagle. Like, let me tell you something. <laughs> Bononi is a... Let me tell you something. That guy. Bononi, yes. But what I'll also say is everyone on Issa Rae's team, Issa Rae Presents, Productions, mm-hmm. all that are amazing people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she surrounds herself with great people. She has an amazing team. Um, so I think it, you know, just for anyone out there, it starts with that. It starts with, like, having a great team, people you trust around you yeah. to kind of, like, take responsibility for their parts and just, you know, helping yeah. the company grow you know yeah so yeah i'll start with that great people around her and then um i started working my way up as a writer you know and networking i think networking is extremely important it is extremely important Mm. apart from the talent Mm. apart from working hard and like working on your craft and writing yeah like your network is your net worth in this Mm -hmm. business you know big facts yeah you have to like focus on that but um yeah that's that's been my journey and then full circle moment, I was able to get staffed on the last season mm-hmm. of Insecure. So that's wow. been great. That's been amazing. And like I said, it gave me a platform to be able to do my own yeah. stuff, you know, to be able to help other people, to mm-hmm. create a, a mentorship initiative, to yeah. like do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, having that sort of visibility helps you amplify other people Yeah, yeah. and helps you yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. figure out okay, now that I have this platform, what is my purpose? Like, what do I want to say? What do I want to do besides write, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing, figuring out what your purpose is besides the creative aspect of it. Like, what do you want to say with your career in this business? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and it's been fantastic. It's been great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And to add wow. to the teamwork situation, uh, teamwork really does make the dream work. Amen. Yeah. Like, they really, it really, really does. Um, because honestly, I wouldn't have gone to acting class if it wasn't for my roommate that had and when I lived in Bassett Street in Van Nuys. Like my roommate was like, "Yo, you're good, but you need to get an acting class." And I was like, "I don't need to go to an acting class." Mm. And by going to an acting class, I've learned that I really love acting. I learned how actually how to do the craft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he influenced me to go to acting class. Like we worked together. We all the roommates in that house worked together. They. They champion each other. They um, help each other get to where their next step. Mm-hmm. Um, to one point, like one of my rep, one of my roommates was my rep, you know, and managing me and that's help, amazing. Helped me get <laughs> to my job on American Crime. You I know love what I'm that. That's amazing. So that's, it's and no matter like where we are in life, like that core base of roommates are always together and we're mm-hmm. always supporting one another because mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. built that community. 
you know, just yeah. from meeting each other just off Craigslist. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah. like, we did Building community. Yeah, we yeah. built a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We built a community to support one another and help each other get to the next level. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that. You That's have to find your tribe. Yeah. You know, you have mm-hmm. to find your people and grow with them. Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. look across. <laughs> look Yo, to your right, yeah. look to your left. Yes. <laughs> right, like Who you church. got? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who rolling with you? <laughs> neighbor. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it's like neighbor. <laughs> right. It's important, you know, to yeah. find your to find your people and grow with them. Because mm-hmm. it'll be um a lot less uh of a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Big facts. So the both of you talked about sort of being surrounded by people that are creating, building the table, right? They're not just being sort of passive in mm-hmm. that. With that, what is like the biggest um, barrier to entry for a lot of black and brown folks trying to make it in? In you know what I mean? Yeah. I think a lot of I mean I if I look to whether it's YouTube or different. A lot of people mm. are building a lot of tables, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's still this uh, barrier. There's this yeah gatekeeper, gatekeeper. there. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. how both of you navigated um, that, and, may, and maybe you guys weren't even thinking. Y'all were just like, let's create, let's go, you know. Yeah. Um, like, are you asking like? What's stop? What's stopping? Or are you asking yeah, like I guess how did we? How, how, what what made us decide to start building our own table? Yeah. Well, one that, but two. What was sort of the thing that you like? You said you straight up called the casting folks to mm. be like, I'm your guy. You're welcome. Right. right. So like, mm-hmm. how did you one get that confidence to do that? Because I didn't then, know what the fuck I was doing. That's right. I didn't know what I was doing. That's real. Yeah. I moved to LA with what a band in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I quit my job. I had a nice little job. I was a, I was a sprint store manager. I ran three sprint stores. Um, I quit that. And moved to LA, and then when I got to LA, the person I was supposed to move with at the airport told me I couldn't live with them, so I had wow. to move it with someone I met at baggage claim. Oh, so wow. that guy, that guy gambled on me, so I can't fuck around. Right. Yeah, so like, yeah. right. you had faith that I, one, I wasn't crazy. You just met me right off the plane. <laughs> You allowed me to stay yeah. in your space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually had to do something. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had to like move forward mm. um so high stakes and then mm. i wasn't gonna go home i was like then people who said even my 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 district manager at the time was like oh you're gonna go to la and cry on cue and this and third like i had mm. to prove these people wrong i had to mm. prove the people that I, I met in background wrong mm, yeah. so i just had to like make it happen mm-hmm. um so when that thing came out like i had just found out what la casting was and I had went to a workshop, um, and I and I met the casting director. So I was like, "Fuck it, let me just yeah. shoot my shot." Right. And call like, "Yo, I'm the guy for this job." Yeah. So I, it was I was fearless. Mm. I was fearless. You have to. You be. have to yeah. be. You literally have to you be have fearless. Yeah. To, um, to get things, and you have also got to believe in what the thing that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there's so many pitfalls along the way. To tell you no, even the people around you will tell you no. Right. You know? And they're like, just leave it, put it aside and just leave it alone. But you are the shepherd. You are the person that's like 
the idea came to you. Right. So yeah. you have a duty to make that idea come to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Right. It's your job. Yeah. So when nobody else sees it, you have to see it and you gotta constantly like push forward. Yeah. Um and I think people the biggest I think the barrier is that people are used to seeing one, they're not used to seeing a lot. So yeah. when you mm-hmm. see one, you're like we're just gonna do that and use that up until it's done. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because it's like if it's broke, if it's not broken, why fix it? Right, right. Like, why do I need to find any more any more people? Right, you yeah. know. Yeah. So that's like one of the barriers. Like, I feel like um, Chad R.I.P. said um, mm. said that you never really see two black leads in the same movie. Mm. You don't really yeah. see that often. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we're starting to get into a place where you're starting to see more of that. Yes. But people like one. They like one. When they talk about, oh, you want to be the next Denzel? You want to be the next uh, Will Smith? You want to be the next, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's only one person that they reference. Like, nah, dog, I kind of want to be me. So (laughs) can can I be me? Can can my take be still as valid as... As anyone else's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's people's limited um, perspective, mm-hmm. limited view mm-hmm. on what's out there and what can be done, mm-hmm. and um, not understanding that there are many stories out there that are not all the same yeah. or yeah. are are cut are shaded differently. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have all these white movies where they're same thing, probably like a little shade different sometimes. Yeah. Or Talk just about a, it. Or just, so many. Or, or, or just, so the, many. Or just yeah. the same thing. Like yeah. the same, yeah. same, yeah. same. So where the biggest barrier is trying to convince people that this is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all came for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Not everybody's the mm-hmm. same. Not all black people have the same story. Not all. Because growing up, I'm Haitian American. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Haitian. Mm-hmm. Going to school, you're Haitian. Like mm-hmm. going to school, you think, and I, you should tell that story. But going to school, you think that you walk into school, you're like, oh man, it's another black dude, and he's like, and you. But they're speaking, they're speaking like proper English and like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my yeah. house, I'm speaking Creole. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. when I go to school, I think that I can speak Creole to somebody else too, and it's like, nah, bro. Nope. What are you? What are you from Africa? Like, I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like nah, I'm Haitian, but yeah. like, right. you know, right. Um, and then you have the jokes, and you're like, damn, yeah. I thought we were all black. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so all black people don't have the same story. All black people yeah. don't have the same experiences. That's right. Um, they may have some shades that are similar but there's there's a lot of difference and nuanced stories yep. yes. yep. in, our, in our community that haven't been told because people have a limited perspective of what black people can go through and what black people take on like right. absolutely it's right. is one of those situations yeah. where you're like oh shit yep because honestly the biggest fans that approach me are white people they're like yo my god i freaking love I'm like, yeah, it's freaking dope. I, I it's dope. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I like it too. So dope and awesome. I love it. I love it. Amazing. But to what you're saying, though, you said two things. One is like, oh, you only need the one. That is the conditioning. That's the conditioning yeah, yeah, yeah. that has yes. been put upon us to yes. think that you only need one 
of a Denzel or one of a Viola right. or whatever the case might mm-hmm. be, right? Mm-hmm. And to the other part of what you're saying is that we're not monolithic. Right. You know, we we yes. have varied stories. We come from different experiences, you know, and those all should be represented on television, okay. you know, not mm-hmm. just not just the one. So it's also like about breaking that m- mindset, mm-hmm. right? And that conditioning mm-hmm. and allowing people to just be themselves and being able to see themselves reflected on television. Right. You know, we yes. all want to see that. Yes. And to your earlier, I guess, question about like, how do we break it? How mm-hmm. do we fix it? It's, there are all, there are a lot of black creatives that now have their own production companies yeah. mm-hmm. that have their own overall deals yeah. that are making, creating their own content. And that's how you do it. That's yeah. how you kind of like yeah. break the system, you mm-hmm. know? Um, even like having like initiatives like mentorship programs mm-hmm. or fellowships mm-hmm. or trying to uplift and amplify diverse voices right. is how mm-hmm. you do it. Uh, once you're in the door, who are you leaving the door open for? Right. You know what I mean? To walk in yeah. behind you. I think those things are important too. You know, I think, you know, our Caucasian counterparts <laughs> have had this kind of like invisible ladder of nepotism. Yes. And it's just been yeah. natural for yeah, them. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not necessarily a, a, a negative thing per se. It's right. just yeah. something that's built into the fabric of America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Um, and we as people of color should be able to have that same ladder you know, yeah, and bringing yeah. our own people up. And the only way to do that is putting ourselves in posi- positions of power yeah. to uplift other people, yeah. you know? Uh, and, you know, it really just depends on what you're doing with your platform. That's why it's so important when you do have a platform to say something <laughs> important, mm-hmm. to do something yeah. worthwhile, to yeah. help yes. someone else, you yeah. know? Because that's the only way, well, one of the only ways we'll be able to move the culture forward. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Mike. So <laughs> moving into more kind of like writing question. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start off in reality TV, transition into you know, scripted podcasts, into like scripted television. How was that transition like for you? And did working in reality TV kind of help you when you started to transition into, you know, writing? Um that's a good question. Working in reality gave me <laughs> it gave me the. I love when people are like. Um, uh, that's, that's a good question. Like, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, let me figure this answer out. Um, no, uh, reality TV gave me, if anything, if I didn't already have it, the work ethic. It's. I mean, you know, working as a PA, yeah. it's like yeah. 13, 14, 15 hour days. Yeah. So yeah. like you have to be able to move when they say move, you know? <laughs> so Jesus. if anything, it like gives you like the work ethic to keep going and it gives you the um, kind of um, the endurance to like, you know, to write, to, to stay motivated, mm. to like know what you're doing this thing for, you yeah. know, um, while you're, you know, trying to pay your dues. But in terms of like the difference between um podcast scripted writing and like you know traditional scripted writing it's pretty similar you know Mm -hmm. it's the same thing you know Mm -hmm. with podcasts you're focusing on stage direction and sound and you know the script is really a blueprint for um everyone else involved in the production whether they're actors or directors or sound people or whoever Mm -hmm. to kind of like 
figure yeah. out what are what we're doing right right? Mm-hmm. right so it's the same thing for a podcast you want to be able to give the sound engineer enough to be like oh okay this is what we're doing and have yeah. them build out the atmosphere yeah so yeah. a lot of the action that you're you know describing on the script whether it's sound like glasses chiming um people laughing in the background um a concert is going on, like whatever that yeah. is, you want to be able to express that so that you can yeah. build out that world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really the only difference between podcast and television, but also like having like a, a narrative voice telling the story really helps in a podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, those are like the differences. But what was the other part of your question? <laughs> was that you it? Got it. <laughs> kind of like your transition, how yeah. being in reality kind of helped you with scripted because they're yeah. different, but. They're different. Like if mm-hmm. if reality did anything, it was, you know, preparing me to have like the endurance to like mm-hmm. go on yeah. to continue to like keep doing the work. Cause reality TV, man, I had oh I had <laughs> one day where I was on a show as a script coordinator and I legit worked 23 hours oh my god Mm. and i say 23 only because i went home to change like i went home to shower and change and come back and mind you that show got canceled after like a week (laughs) so i was like damn i did all this for what but um but i'm just telling you that's the grind of being in this industry Mm -hmm. you know even if you're not in reality sometimes when you're on set it's like you're on set for ever for yeah. hours yeah yeah so yeah. you have to kind especially of like as a pa, mm-hmm. as a PA especially as a pa especially you're there and especially if you're shooting music videos right if you're shooting mm. music videos you're there from sun up to sundown like yeah. it's insane yeah the amount of work you do on a job mm-hmm. so you have as to a pa one of those and you're in those lower tier levels like yeah you're there, you're there first you're the last, yeah. you're cleaning up, you're yep. looking after. You're constantly chasing everybody around to make sure they're good. Oh, I don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have PTSD. Because <laughs> one of the things that I carry through through life that I make sure I, I never do is when you're on set, when you're finishing a drink, mm-hmm. I finish my drink. Mm-hmm. I don't, a lot of people, when I was a PA, People would drink their coffee, drink a sip of it, and throw it in the trash. So now the trash is wet. Things mm. just fall. I'm like, little things. Oh God! <laughs> God! <laughs> like fix it, Jesus. Okay. Fix it, baby, Jesus. Oh my God, that, that is funny. <laughs> that is That's funny. funny. But yeah, it gives you the endurance you need to just, you know, go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, with all the. I guess now that we're all streaming so much, everything, I'm streaming everything. I'll just tell on myself. Um, has that changed the way either of you approach your craft? So whether it's acting and how you portray the character or if it's how you're writing, does that change the way you approach your stuff? Or is it still pretty much the same no matter what platform you're kind of? Acting-wise, same okay. um, for me. Because streaming, it still gives you a time. It still gives you the, mm-hmm. the time to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Writing-wise, um, it's changed my mind in the sense of how to keep everything going. Mm-hmm. Because I think having something that 
one thing that everybody could chase throughout the whole show and then go just watch it all in one sitting. Because of the binging. Yeah, because yeah, of the binging. Like, that's one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to try to find a way to make that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one show I think did it very well was On My Block. Yeah. The whole show, we're trying to figure out where that money at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it's always babies. Where that money at? Stranger <laughs> Things, where's my friend? Oh my yeah. Like, yeah. where's my friend? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you get to go through all these people's lives and yeah. you're trying to figure out where this is, where these things come from, where it's yeah. happening. So, yeah. like, they just kind of like thread it. Thread yeah. it through. I think mm-hmm. it's really dope. Um, clickbait got me. That's just yeah. Clickbait. clickbait. Oh, I need to watch that. Clickbait was an, clickbait is another Ooh. one. <laughs> yeah, clickbait is another one. Clickbait is another one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of streamers give you an opportunity because, like, a lot like the way they work too mm-hmm. is you have the writers' room. And then after the writer's room wraps, they go shoot it, Mm -hmm. you know? So you have an opportunity to look at every episode from beginning to end and be like, where are the holes? Mm -hmm. What are we missing? What storylines need to be serviced? Like, what are we doing here? And it gives you an opportunity to kind of see it from beginning to end and be like, okay, are we making a fully fleshed out season? Whereas, say, if you're on a broadcast show, that might be a little tougher to track story because you are writing as you are shooting right and the you know? deadlines come quick, and the deadlines sure. come quick yeah. you know and you really just it's honestly like broadcast tv is the olympics of writing like you have to like <laughs> well say that man you have to write <laughs> i have well, friends who are on, like, like i have friends who are on broad, broadcast shows and i just don't know how they do it and i'm wow. just like what you're doing what you're on set <laughs> and you're writing the next episode wait what so it's um crazy, crazy. Yeah. it's crazy so I'll say that streaming gives you an opportunity to kind of like look at your whole season and be like, okay, mm-hmm. I know what it is. Great. Boom. Let's go shoot it. Right. Let's so start. for both of you, what has been your favorite project to work on and why? I want to <laughs> size. I love the exhales. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I have two answers. Okay. Go ahead. First answer, Insecure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's a cultural phenomenon. It's yeah. an iconic yeah. series. Mm-hmm. It, I'm just I'm just happy to be, happy to be there. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just happy to be a part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been a great experience. And they're everyone is just so fantastic on the show. And yeah. the fact that like you can work for like a black showrunner and see how he operates mm. and also see how Issa operates and see how it's done yeah, from yeah, that yeah. perspective is just so powerful and important because that's the dream. That's what you yeah. want. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. aspiring to do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other, I guess, show would be, I mean, our own show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our own, there's nothing like creating your own show. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there's, absolutely there's yeah. nothing yeah. like it. Nothing like there's it. There's nothing um, like it. Then for me, it's three then. Because Insecure, because it put me on the map. Mm -hmm. It showed me that I can do it. And it it brought people around me who can show me that that it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, The other is American Crime. Mm -hmm. Because it allowed me to take ownership of my character. And Mm -hmm. also, I got to play a Haitian Mm -hmm. on TV and bring my mother into the process who doesn't even know what this process Come really on. is. That's beautiful. Um, so mm. 
I was able to play a character and live that heavy drama that I love. Yeah. I just yeah. happened to fall into comedy, but like drama mm-hmm. I really love and be able to bring my mom into the process. Oh, wow. Help my mom, allow my mom to know this is what this character is saying. What do you think would be right to say in this situation? You know, mm-hmm. like, and then the producers of that episode and the director of that episode allowed me ownership mm-hmm. of wow. the character. So that was a big blessing and a huge collaborative effort on that side. And then my own show. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally in a writer's room with my boy, my birthday twin. Like, we're, we literally have the same birthday. Oh, you know? What yeah. when is it? August 1st. August 1st. Wow, happy And we're both yes. from Boston. We're both from Boston. Oh, yep. Both our dads used to be taxi drivers. Like, like, oh, like every. God. Did y'all meet in Boston? No, we, no, we met out here. That is so wow. Yep. Yeah. We so, met when he had just got the part as Amal. Um, Amal. That is wow. yeah. wild. Yep. Yeah. That's beautiful. Talk about purpose. Come on. Aww. Yeah. So that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Period. Well, I mean, we can't talk that deep about it but how what how how i mean i guess how does it feel like to create your own show and kind of see it come together and yeah. like just the in general so you know it feels really good yeah. and i'll say from the perspective of being in a writer's room mm-hmm. and then you know working on your own project mm-hmm. it's creatively it's freeing to work on your own project because mm-hmm. you're at the beck and call of someone else you know yeah, 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 you know yeah. it's about what they you know generally want to see the end result of yeah um and you're speaking to their vision you're yeah, speaking yeah, yeah, to their yeah. tone you're speaking to like you're, you're trying to get as close to what they want as possible yeah. right mm-hmm. and then when you're working on your own thing it's about okay what do i want mm-hmm. what do i want to see like what <laughs> what like what am i trying to say here what am I wanting to reflect here about an experience that I know deeply about, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and where I'm not negotiating my experience with someone else mm-hmm. who has the power to say mm-hmm. what no. is, yeah. what is going to happen and what yeah. is not going to happen and based might not on get your vision. Right. Too. And not yeah. based on yeah. my own personal experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. that's, that's where it's kind of like, okay, um, but it, it's great to be able to like work on your own um, project, and mm-hmm. it's it's just it's freeing. And honestly, it's like having you were given the the sixteen pack Crayolas, Crayolas, and now you got the twenty four pack and the sixty four pack. I and always you get wanted to that. Choose <laughs> what colors you want to paint with, what, yeah. what right. colors you want to draw with, what colors you want to do, like that. Which Ooh. colors speak to you? You yeah, get yeah, that yeah. freedom of creating mm. your own show. Um, yeah, that's that. You can't get anywhere else, really. Like you try to get, you take ownership of a character, mm-hmm. but the character is some a birth of somebody else's idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you 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 can try to you give your all into it, but it never feels better than like when you're birthing, you're making your own baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. Especially when it's something you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like that's really important too. Like yeah. I, we all know what's going on. At the Texas border, we yes. all know what's going on in Haiti with the earthquake. Yes. Like, and just it's been in the Haiti's been in the in the news, news a lot, lot lately, yeah. and trouble, just yeah. in where in like 
kind of like belittling, kind of like, you know, uh, negative ways. Yeah. Um, and we want to be able to amplify ourselves in ways that, you know, tell positive stories, stories. Mm-hmm. but also yeah. normalizes yes. the community. Yes, you know, yes, yes. sometimes if all you can see is the news and all you're seeing is like negative things about a person or a community, you think, oh, that's it. Yeah. When we're not reflected in the media in a positive light or we're not reflected in television in a positive light or in a way that's like normalizes us as human beings yeah people we're not going to be able to bridge that gap of understanding with people with middle yeah. america with yes. whoever yeah. right yeah, yeah and yeah. you want to be able to do that yeah, yeah you know yeah. and that's the opportunity that we have yeah um, apart from of course making just dope shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something dope, funny something funny, great like yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Yes. all that all that yes. that we want to be able to speak to the larger um idea yeah. of what it is we're trying to do you yeah know? yeah yeah okay so we all know careers have ups and downs. we got those ebbs we got those flows truly right mm-hmm. mm, i'm preaching anal <laughs> so <laughs> tell us about kind of a difficult moment in both of your careers that you kind of had to overcome that you that kind of sticks with you and kind of um keeps you going Mm, that's a good question i think for me i had a an incident on uh jenny and georgia where it was like there was a scene um on season one where you know um black twitter has something to say about um and you know it's one of those things where it's like you know it 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 happens people are going yeah. to latch on to certain things whether it's in context or out of context right. yeah. and have questions about it and yeah. create dialogue around it which is great and healthy and a lot of times just really good for the show it, it drudges up you know um a lot of uh attention or press for the show which is great mm-hmm. um this also aligns with your last question about like you know what's the, the difference between working in, in a writer's room and like doing your own thing mm-hmm. it's when you're in someone else's room you're at the beck and call of that other person's vision right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you are a paid individual in that room to like see their vision through to fruition right yeah, yeah. so there comes moments where you may come across a scene where they'll change it um and there's nothing you can do there's about nothing it, you can do about it yeah, you yeah, know yeah and you just take it and mm-hmm. part of the thing about being a writer especially when you're contributing to a writer's room and you're part of a writer's room mm-hmm. and mind you everyone's contributing to every episode right yeah you know right. that's what a writer's room is like even though you may have one writer's name attached to a, a, a project as the writer of that project, that means mm-hmm. they're being credited for that project, for right. that mm-hmm. episode. Right. But it doesn't mean that they're the only person that contributed to the writing of said episode. Right. Yes. So right. if the creator chooses to change something, okay, boom, they mm-hmm. change it. There are times when a creator changes something and the, the credited writer wins the Emmy for it or an Oscar mm. like like in well not Oscar but wins an Emmy for it <laughs> yeah. and it's like boom I want I just want an Emmy for this great mm-hmm. and then there are times when something will get changed that you're not responsible for and that people don't like and right, then you'll yeah. get blamed for it so mm-hmm. it comes with the territory you yeah, know yeah, yeah. either you know you just agree to kind of like take both sides because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, it could have been great and you could have won an Emmy for it and it could have been bad and you get an dragged for it (laughs) it just it is what it is you know you just have to take both 
ends of the spectrum, really. That's right. Mm. Okay. But we collecting all checks at the end of the day. We collecting all checks. All of them. <laughs> they all clearing. Okay. Big. <laughs> be mad if you won't. Okay. The right. check is still going to be cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, the question one more time. Difficult moment in your career that kind of sticks with you. Yeah. Uh, well, a difficult moment in my career that stuck with me that's kind of traumatizing as well is how you can work to get into a room or be work on a project and then not see yourself in the project as well. Mm. Uh, I'm dead. We all were like, we all were triggered. You can work your little ass off. Yeah. to and, if, and it happens more so to day players and guest stars and things of that nature. Or your scene could get cut short or... Yeah. Um, you're at the mercy of whoever's editing the project, and if it, it may not work for that pro- work for that scene, is yeah. too long. They're trying to get down time. There's a lot of things, variables that can happen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that uh, happened to me on my first project, Project X. Mm-hmm. So I fought to get on that show, a movie. I got into the room, uh, shot the scene, and I'm like. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh, we lit, baby. <laughs> Go to the movie theaters on this day. I'm coming up at this time frame, timestamp this time. All right. Timestamps. The movie come out. Where are you at? Like, yeah. like you don't see yourself. It's the most embarrassing thing ever. So and I'm they don't not, tell y'all. And they don't tell you. Wow. And you can't get that scene either. They're not going to send you the scene. Wow. So you just. Not in it. <laughs> the check still comes. Check still yeah, comes. I mean, okay, yeah, come clear on, check. But, come on, clear <laughs> but at the same yeah, time, though, good. that's yeah. You you want to be able to move to the next step. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not seeing yourself stifles that next step. It doesn't allow you to move to the next step. So now you have to figure out what you do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you figure that? Best out? way to control that yeah. is to create it yourself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Be yeah. in charge. Yeah. Um, take hold of your career. That, that's yep. yeah. be yeah. take control of your career because that's another thing that almost happened with a gentleman. Always, mm-hmm. I, the director producers were waiting for the uh, William Faulkner estate to approve of making a feature. Mm-hmm. That that call never came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my short film that I starred in just stayed on the hard drive yeah. for three years. Wow. Mm. So I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I, that's not... Wait, I which book? Uh, the Reverse. Mm. So mm. I'm like, I'm not going to sit on the on your hard drive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this thing, allow me to become a producer, Yeah. take this project, I hosted an event, then I started submitting it to film festivals, and it yeah. got into Urban World Film Festival, and like I said earlier, mm-hmm. that's how I saw Insecure. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I decided I got to become a producer to move the needle. I got to produce yeah. to move things forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Cause I refuse to just sit on someone's hard drive. Like people work hard to get on someone, you know, to yeah. do something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I am, that situation has made me activate to create my own thing mm-hmm. and, and, and be there. And then also help other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. why I created my production company, Bassett House. 
I create a community for black and brown people to support one another mm-hmm. and also a place yeah. to cut through the noise of Vimeo and YouTube where you can mm-hmm. watch black and brown content that's been to the film festival that you kind of be like, where where do those films go? Yeah, yeah. Where you can just mm-hmm. watch them all in one place. Mm-hmm. And then also help black and brown people develop their skill. Yeah. You know, and then the next step is to help them get in front of executives to do the thing that they really want to do is create and tell dupe stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. I mean, with that, and you started a mentorship uh, initiative. Mm-hmm. Can you give us more information as to what that is, how people can get involved? And then I want to hear from you from all the stuff that you're working on that people can mm-hmm. use as a resource to mm-hmm. like really get yeah, out there. Absolutely. Um, so at the top of this year, I launched a mentorship initiative called the Black Boy Rights and Black Girl Rights Mentorship Initiative. And it's meant for pre-WGA. What that means is basically like before you're in the union, before you've gotten a staff on a job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for aspiring writers. Um, so I launched it for aspiring uh, writers of color mm-hmm. to have a space where they can, you know, have some sort of access to established writers in the business, have mm-hmm. access to executives, have access to, you know, um, knowledge you know about the business and about like how to fine-tune their scripts to get them prepared for the next stage of their careers Mm -hmm. um because it's important you know i had a lot of people kind of like nurture my career coming up Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be able to do the same for other people right um and i it felt like there was a space that where that was lacking Mm -hmm. um and you know there have been different kind of like um reports that have come out about the lack of diversity in Hollywood, about how Mm -hmm. the um, numbers in terms of revenue from people of color don't match the access that people of color in the industry have to, Mm. you know, upward mobility, you know? And so when you look at reports like that, you're like, hmm, like, how do we fix it? Yeah. I think Lena yeah. Waif has an amazing mentorship yes. program. Yep. Um, Prince Baguette, I'm not sure if you know about him, but he's mm-hmm. another fantastic executive out here who has his own um, program for executives. It's like an executive like, pipeline mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, Macro has several yeah. mentorship yeah. initiatives, yeah. you know? And it's about what we were talking about earlier. You know, how do you cut through that noise to create access for other people. And that's how you do it. You Once you have a platform, what are you trying to say? What are you wanting to do? You know, what is your voice? Um, how are you helping other people? I think all that is, you know, incredibly important. So once you do have the means and once you are yeah. able to, you know, provide some sense of visibility or access for other people, why not do it? Yeah, and that's exactly. what my program's about. It's an annual program, year, year-long program. And the next round of, I guess, submissions for next year is going to be in, like, November. Okay. So uh, look out for more news on that. But, yeah, it's been fantastic. I have 11 mentees. They're all great. They, like, run the gamut in terms of, like, genres that they write, anywhere from, like, children's content wow. to, like, dark... Um, you know, Afro-futuristic, you know, um, features and, and television shows. So it's it's great. I, I love them so much. They're fantastic. Amazing. amazing. We'll put all that in the description. Yeah. Little thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On it. <laughs> okay. 
Bassett House. Mm-hmm. Um, Bassett House has been birthed actually through the community that I've moved into from Craigslist, mm. where everybody has supported each other's dreams and everybody like championed each other and like corralled around one another to um, help them see their vision mm-hmm. come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and and like Bassett House, people lived there and then they graduated and left the house. So Bassett House is going to be like an incubator and a resource for up-and-coming filmmakers who come in and sharpen their tools, find some support, um, and get resources to create the stories that they want to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, right now, we have a bunch of short films that are on there right now nice. that are from up-and-coming filmmakers who are that are venturing into directing and producing, mm-hmm. um, who've been through the film festival circuit. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is like a resource where you can we talk about budgeting and how to find what is a line producer, what is a producer, what yeah, is a, yeah. um, how to break story. Yeah. Um, we are also promoting their content in a in a way that they people we cut through the noise, as I said before, of the Vimeo and YouTube, and we have a curated list. And we host events. Mm-hmm. We host events to bring these creators together so they can meet yes. in person and connect wow. and like build with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bass House is a place, even on our Patreon, where you can just constantly just invest in one another. Mm-hmm. And I developed um, the Patreon page in a way where people can subscribe to the subscribe to the platform. And as they're subscribing to the platform, and as we get to threshold, we can then turn around and invest in another creator right. and give them yeah. the give them like a stipend, like five thousand, ten thousand dollars to produce their short film, yeah. produce their mm-hmm. show, their proof of concept. Because a lot of times, what happens is creators have an idea, and it's hard to get their idea made because people can't see it. Yeah. So yeah. if you give them money to make it, yeah, you can then put it in front of the people that you want to put it in front of, mm-hmm. so that they get the story, get the story made, right. and get elaborated on. And we take that content, we put it on our platform on Bassett House website, yeah, on wow. Bassett House Pick website. And we've also created a merch line. I'm wearing the shirt, one of the shirts right now. Ooh. Where I'm gonna need one on, of these come shirts. Come on with the drip. Uh, come on. I'm gonna need one of these. Where a percentage of the proceeds goes towards that fund to produce more content for upcoming filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah. We love it. So Amazing. it's a nice incubator, and I'm trying, and I'm using my resources and the people that I'm meeting, like meeting with people at Netflix, meeting with people at Amazon, meeting yeah. people at Hulu, to make their short films, their proof of concept. Um, uh, Make it uh, a, a what's the word I'm looking for uh, a source of income for them. Okay, mm. yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. getting them monetized. Yeah, that allow them mm-hmm. to monetize yeah. their content, mm-hmm. yeah. and hope, with the hope that the network or producer or someone else at the, in the studio system says, "Hey, let's develop this idea into a bigger idea." Yeah, and it's all based on the community saying we love this idea and they're championing it up. Right, you yes. know, so yeah. it's kind of like you're building you're building your audience from the grass from the ground up. Right. And you're finding you're building your own seat at the table, and you're putting yourself in a position where people can see your work. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, over at Bassett House. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Amazing. Love that. We love, love to hear that. We absolutely love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bassett. That sounds like a uh, like a clothing line, actually. Um, yeah. uh, it you is. Know, love this. I mean, excuse me. Excuse me. I was like, okay. That drip. <laughs> Yeah, and like living at Bassett on Bassett Street, we call each other Woomies. So anybody who joins the community, we consider them Woomies and they're roommates to us. You know, so. Oh, that's beautiful. 
so love inclusive. It. We love it. We love it. <laughs> okay, so we talked earlier about kind of, you know, achieving things mm-hmm. and thinking, you know, what's next? What's this next hurdle? We're going to jump over. So what are some things that you guys want to achieve next? When it's all said and done, you want to mm-hmm. look back at your career. What are some things that you want to be able to say that you did? Yeah. Mm. Um, well, <laughs> first things Legacy. first, get this show off the ground. Come on. Mm-hmm. Premiere it to millions of people and allow people to watch and be seen and feel heard. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. That's one. Mm-hmm. Get the show made. Next. Take over TV with more content. Oh, we coming in. Mm-hmm. And more, <laughs> Let's go. And take over the feature independent feature game yes. with with our with our Bassett House group and with the content that we're going to be creating and producing producing through Bassett House. You know, so yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the. I mean, that's the goal. Go. Absolutely, uh, Emmy would be great. We're definitely gonna shoot um, for that. Plural. Okay, come on, come on. Right. Emmy would be great. I'm trying to be modest, guys. I'm trying to be modest. <laughs> we don't do that here. We don't no. do that. We manifest it. We manifest it. Yeah, I, I, I want to clean up. I want to yeah. clean up. Clean up Emmys for the shows that I'm creating. I want to clean up an act, uh, uh, accolades for me as an actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Win Oscars. I want. I want all those things, even though they don't mean anything. It's just a trophy on the thumb, but it means something to other people, and it means something for the people yeah. in my city. Come it on. means something for my family, and it means something for anybody who wants to figure out like how does this lost person get found? Like yeah. I, I'm a lost yeah. guy who mm-hmm. found myself mm-hmm. in this industry and found mm-hmm. myself. Doing the things that I love and actually really investing myself, so yeah, yeah. and invest, and which allows me to invest in other people mm-hmm. and give people insight by mm-hmm. always. I think Will Smith said it like feeling or no Denzel said it um, feeling forward, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the amount of times I feel forward, I'm able able to relay that information to other people so they can avoid pitfalls yeah. and then also help them get to their next level. Like I just got an email the other day, like I. I did what you did and it's working out for me. Mm. You know? Mm. So that mm-hmm. was like an amazing yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I host IG Live movie nights. I haven't done them lately, but when I did, I talked to my fans and talked to my supporters and they're telling me what they're working on and they're telling mm-hmm. and they're asking me questions so they can avoid mm-hmm. pitfalls themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're um, building a community. And, and, yep. and, mm-hmm. just, and that's all what Bass House is, just building mm-hmm. a community of creators who want to help each other get to the next level. You right. know, so... I love that. I love that. And to that, too, it's like, I feel like my legacy is already written. It's already there. Do you know what I mean? It's a matter of me, you know, rising, walking into it, stepping into my power and like, you know, and going down that path. But what I'll say is, in terms of my future, um, it's really about others like how do i help other people like how do i amplify other voices that are just as important or more important than my own you know i like to say even with the mentorship initiative i want to be able to like you know hold people up to like stand beside me but also propel them past me like i don't know what what it is that they they can be they could be something much greater than whatever you know i was (laughs) planning to be (laughs) but um those things uh are important too and giving people those uh pathways to success are very important to me um 
But in regards to the future, like the mentorship initiative, expanding that, expanding it yeah. into colleges and high schools and elementary schools where I'm creating um, scholarships, I'm creating black boy rights camp, black yeah. girl rights yeah. camp, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. giving them a way to a pathway to get to where they want to get. Because like I said earlier, Co- a college tour sounds like it's in the car. Man, I'm yeah. telling you. Once- yeah. Once um, the we gonna start with these done, HBCUs, right? Man, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. But like I said earlier, yes. growing up and not seeing a pathway for yeah. myself, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very important to go back and be like, okay, so I started here, where in in a niche that I know I can speak to immediately, mm-hmm. and then how do I work backwards from that? How do yeah. I go into the colleges and then? high schools and in elementary schools to create a sustainable pathway program from beginning to end for people that want to be in this business you know so that's incredibly important to me on the personal just kind of like business side of just elevating myself wanting to create more shows wanting to write more features yes awards would be fantastic i don't need them but i want them but you (laughs) (laughs) they're coming coming. right 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 so So, you know like overall deals mm -hmm, like you know mm -hmm. putting myself in a position yes where you can executive produce other people's work yeah and it's for me it's also about how do i create a symbiotic relationship with my programs um and be able to work with my mentees if they have projects that they're passionate yeah. about yeah. that yeah, are fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. A like how do system I, for yeah. a self-sustaining to system for creatives yeah. to grow like yeah, yeah. and that's especially black and brown yes yeah. and that is like a business mindset mm. that you need in order to just grow your business yeah. yes. overall yeah, like yeah, yeah. are you trying to be an Ethereum? ray are you trying to be a lena wave are you trying to be a ryan murphy are you trying to be a shonda rhymes like those are the things that you need to think about yeah you can't yes. just be a writer you have to be a business mm-hmm. you know because so your name is important. a business it's a business yeah. yeah um so all those things yeah, are incredibly important to me mm-hmm. amazing well, like, enough said. Yeah. I mean, I shall not mad. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> We're like, well, damn. I'm like, well, yeah. First and foremost, thank you guys for being on the show, number one. Yes. Thank, thank you for having us. Having thank so, you. so thank amazing. Um, our last segment is called Niggas You Should Know. And <laughs> y'all should know these niggas. I mean, you, the, just Back. the way you guys have a vision of not only, not only propelling yourselves, but making sure that there's a door open for in different areas of the mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. and really attacking the systematic Thing, right that is really sort of yeah. you know whether you go to what you were talking about the mindset of like understanding okay I'm chasing my purpose mm-hmm. to okay in order to do this we have to make this sustainable system of how yes. we're going to yes. create right things. that's the whole thing of what both of you guys were talking about building that table so that we can have more mm-hmm. black and brown folks mm-hmm. represented in the industry and that's all we want to see that's all we want to be a part of mm-hmm. that's all we want to support quite right frankly and the very fact that you guys are putting in the work the hours the time the blood the sweat the tears hopefully not a lot of blood um (laughs) not a lot of tears but (laughs) um means a lot for people like us and Mm -hmm. anyone who's listening and anyone who's seeing to really want to create their stuff yeah you know what i mean and really have it blow up and be big you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so Mm -hmm. thank y'all 
again. Thank yes, you are. thank you so Absolutely much. Absolutely, the niggas. Thank you for know. having us. <laughs> Period, <laughs> point blank. And yeah, with that, I want to just yeah give a last word to y'all. Any last things you want to say to uh, the folks listening? Um, you know, don't be ashamed to plug all the things. We will be putting all the things <laughs> in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we are hype women. Okay. Period. Yeah. 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 If I could tell anybody yeah. to do some, it would be to become a Woomi, an official Woomi on our Patreon page. Yes. It will help other creators create. It will help other creators tell their own stories. It will help other creators be seen mm-hmm. in their own light. Mm-hmm. Um, buy merch. Because it'll also help creators mm-hmm. do Come on. It's do. cute as fuck. Okay, it looks oh, good. It looks good. Uh, okay, I like it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then go over um, to our Instagram page. And if you're new, don't know where to start, what to do, um, there's plenty of resources on our Instagram page, our Patreon page, and our website at BassHousePick.com. Nice. There we go. Love it. Love it. Um, for me, I'll just say to all the creatives out there, whether you're a writer or an actor or, you know, on the path to being being an executive, whatever it is, just keep going, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's there were many days when I was just kind of like, OK, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> and we've all been yeah. there. You know, we've yeah, all yeah, had yeah, those yeah. thoughts. So just combat that and just keep moving forward because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get there. And also, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Because it ain't easy and everybody's going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. If one thing the pandemic showed you is that we all deal with it the same. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is a mic drop. Let's just close this shit out right now. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you guys so much. This was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And... uh, yeah. Y'all, I know y'all got something out of this. Yeah. Y'all have to. Honestly, you're welcome. Yeah. You don't deserve, but... <laughs> they <Yeah>. deserve. Here it is. Town Tea on yes. all the things. And, uh, man, I have nothing else to say. Yes. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye.